Right, guys, good afternoon to you. May not be the afternoon, but it is here in New Plymouth. Uh, welcome along to episode two of New Plymouth Real Estate Chat. My name is Ryan McFadgen. I'm a licensed real estate salesperson with Tall Poppy New Plymouth. So what are we talking about today? Well, today we're going to do a bit of a focus on marketing, marketing a property. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about what's actually involved in marketing a property, uh, why it is important, um, how property marketing is paid for, because uh, for some of you maybe you haven't sold a house in a while, that type of thing has changed. Some of the uh, best ways of being able to get your property seen and get as many eyes on it as possible. And I've also got a guest with us today as well. We've uh, got Amber from Four Corners Photography. Uh, she's a real estate photographer, and she's going to tell us a little bit about what she does uh, when she's shooting a house and also some of the things that you can do when you're preparing your home for sale uh, to ensure the best photos possible. So all those things on here today. Thank you to everyone who uh, did tune in for the last episode. As I said before, looking to get these out every single uh, Tuesday for you in the afternoon, bringing as much information about real estate in general and a real focus on what's happening here in New Plymouth. Rightio, so uh, let's get straight into things for today. Uh, well, first up, what is marketing? Well, obviously, marketing is a way that your property is going to get seen by the uh, buyers in the market. And uh, the way that's been done has changed quite dramatically over the last 10 years or so. Um, and some of the ways that we used to market in the past are still relevant now, but there are new ways of getting your home seen by buyers uh, that are becoming increasingly important and uh, requiring real estate salespeople and real estate agents to re-look at the way that they're getting uh, property out there for people to be able to have a look at. So obviously, as I said before, what is marketing? Marketing is getting eyes on your property. And one key thing to remember when you're marketing is that you cannot sell a secret that's number one. And number two, uh, there's no point in putting a billboard in a forest. Okay, so have a good think about those two things. You cannot sell a secret and there's no point in putting a billboard in a forest. And what I mean by that is if you want to sell your property, if you want to get top price for your property, it has to be seen by people. And that brings me into the other one I just talked about. There's no point in building a billboard in a forest. What I mean by that is if you are going to market your property, don't just stick it out amongst the trees. Have it right at the entrance. Have it as the very first thing people are seeing. So how have we done marketing in the past? Well, I actually saw a post on LinkedIn only about two or three days ago that was uh, sharing a um, excerpt from uh, the New Zealand Herald, and uh, it was from 2001. <clears throat> and this little excerpt was uh, properties for sale in the Auckland area. All of the properties for sale were hand-drawn kind of sketches of the property from the outside with a small little uh, blurb about what the property had uh, going for it, whether that was bedrooms or if it had a special feature, and then a number to contact an agent. Okay, so that's what that's what property marketing was like. Uh, 17 years ago. And as we go forward now, obviously paper marketing has been a really important way of getting your property seen and is still a really popular way of uh, getting your property out and about, sorry, getting emails through. Um, 
And that usually obviously involves getting your property into one of the weekly publications, which here in New Plymouth is a property weekly, and also the uh, bi-monthly publications such as the Property Press magazine. Um, so those still have a good number of uh, good amount of readership in, uh, in this current market. There are a lot of people that do pick up uh, a paper still, and there are a lot of people that do make a point of going to the local dairy or supermarket to pick up their copy of Property Weekly as well. Where the change just started to come is the real emphasis on getting your property online. Okay, uh, so when we talk about getting your property online, that's getting it onto property-based websites, that's getting it onto social media platforms, and uh, it's also getting it into different types of mediums in those type of things, whether that's video, uh, whether that's pure photography, whether that's descriptions, uh, or even whether it's been mentioned on something like we're doing today, a podcast. Now, this change in marketing is what you really need to be having a look at if you're wanting to get your property sold. Okay, uh, the paper is a really good way of getting some emphasis on your property and getting eyes on it, uh, but it is untrackable. So it's untrackable for your salesperson because they're not too sure how many people are seeing it. They're not directly taking inquiries off it. Now, we live in a uh, in a world these days where people like to have things fairly instantly. Uh, you have a look at things like Netflix. You have a look at things like Uber. Uh, not that Uber's made it here to New Plymouth, but obviously is around uh, other places in New Zealand. People like being able to get out a mobile device, click a button on it, and and be able to watch something straight away, order something straight away, and have it to them fairly promptly. Gone are the days where people are willing to wait week on week to be able to see what they want. Hence why the importance of internet market internet marketing really comes into play. So when we uh, market a property on the internet, obviously it's a very, very visual capture for people. Uh, one of the advantages of having your property on the internet is that you can have multiple photos, you can have videos, um, you can have floor plans, 3D floor plans, virtual tours of the home, all of these things that are giving a person a really good view of that property when they want it right in front of them on their mobile device, on their laptop, or uh, whatever, maybe a tablet or something similar to that. So when you're thinking about marketing in this modern market, you need to be asking your salesperson, what are you going to be doing for me in the online universe? Because that is where you're going to get these buyers, that is where you're going to get the interest, and that is primarily where you're going to get your buyer coming from. Right, so let's break down this whole internet thing a little bit for you. Because uh, for a lot of people, uh, we are in that transition time now where there's a lot of people that are getting used to operating on the internet, particularly people that are probably under the age of uh, 40. Uh, and there's a lot of people in that next bracket of 40 to 60 that have really grasped on to the way that the uh, internet works and the ability to be able to access things pretty much instantaneously. So what we're looking at when we're marketing a property on the internet is we want it to be as high up on a search field as possible. Now, when I talk about that, whenever someone goes on to, well, we use Trade Me as an example today, a lot of people who are actively looking for a house are going to be going on to Trade Me and they've probably got in their mind a pretty good idea of what they're looking for. So today, for an example, let's say it's a three-bedroom home. They're looking in the Frankly Park area, possibly looking into Wellbourne, maybe looking around Vogeltown as well. 
Uh, and they're wanting a property that is built, uh, I feel a little bit of character to it. So they're looking at properties that are built between uh, 1940 and 1970. They're going to be plugging that information straight into TradeMe into a search field and seeing what they are getting. Now, traditionally, and I'm sure all of us have done this before, when we go into something like Google or another search function or a search engine, uh, we often type something in. Maybe it is best restaurant in New Plymouth. We'll have a quick squiz down the very first page and have a look at what's on there. Okay, most of us want it to be pretty instantaneous. We're going to look at those first 10 entries. Oh, look, there's a uh, little cafe. That looks pretty good. Uh, let's have a look at uh, book a table there. Uh, let's head, uh, put that into our Google Maps and head to there. So you're always wanting to be within those first couple of pages on any type of search engine because that's where you're going to be getting your activity. Now, when we talk about building a billboard in the forest, if you are looking at marketing your property and uh, you're looking at going for something that maybe doesn't cost too much, you're going to find that you're going to be back on page four, maybe five. And the people you're going to be attracting are the ones that are looking really, really deep into a search engine. You want to be in that very, very preeminent spot right at the top of the first page. Uh, and you want to have eyes on your property as soon as someone is clicking that search button. Now, we did talk a little bit before at the start, sorry, as the introduction about how marketing has changed. And uh, since we brought up money just in that last little bit, yes, marketing does cost money. And there's one thing that you've got to keep in your mind right from the start. If you're thinking of putting your home on the market, be prepared that there is going to be some investment to be able to get that done. Uh, and that investment can range anything from 700 to $800 right up to five, 6000 and plus. Okay, and uh, obviously you need to probably fit yourself in and amongst that amount that you'd like to spend, but you have to be doing some sort of spending. Uh, if you have a real estate salesperson saying to you that uh, you can do your marketing for free, well, you're pretty much there guaranteeing that the uh, billboard is definitely going to be getting built into the forest and finding that buyer for your home is going to take a lot longer. It's going to be relying on the people digging really deep into those uh, search engines to be able to find your property. So there is a payment that needs to be done for that and that is a payment that is outside of the commission uh, that a real estate salesperson charges you. So it's something that we call vendor paid advertising. It is a way that most real estate agencies in New Zealand operate. This is a little bit of a switch to how it was done in the past because often that was worked into the commission rate but these days you are going to have to put some money up front ready to market your property and get it seen by as many people as possible. Now all of the different websites that advertise uh, properties in New Zealand uh, obviously you need to pay to go onto those websites. So if you're thinking maybe of putting your home on your on the market yourself, which by the way I don't recommend, but if you are thinking of going down that track, again, if you're looking at free options like putting your home on Facebook Marketplace, uh, you're not going to find that you're going to get the traction. You're not going to get the people through. It's going to be a very long and drawn out process and it is going to start to become pretty stressful for you. So you need to be looking at just basically getting onto all of the websites and that's going to, well, through what we can do for you at Tall Poppy, it's probably going to cost you around about $150 to get a base entry onto every property website in New Zealand. You're going to be on there, you are going to be found. But next up comes, how do you get more eyes onto your property? And that is all done by obviously having to pay a little bit more money because that's how the world works. But the more that you're willing to pay, the further up those websites you're going to go and the more um, impactful spot 
you are going to have on those websites if you're willing to pay the money. Now, those prices range depending on different websites, but they are definitely something that you need to have a bit of a think about. You want to be right at the top. You need to pay to be right at the top. And that's often how Google works for a few things as well. You may often see that there are sponsored uh, Google search results that are on there. People pay to be able to go higher up. It's modern day advertising, modern day marketing, and it is how it works, and you do need to be prepared to do that. Now, when we have listed homes here at Tall Pop in New Plymouth and people have taken the premium package or even the super feature package, they do have uh, some pretty interesting names, but super features one below premium. Uh, you will find uh, for a property, for example, I have one property that went on the premium package within 24 hours of listing, over 1,200 people had already had a look at that property and 45 people had put it onto their saved favorite list or the watch list as they call it on Trade Me. So it is very, very impactful. You only need one person who's super interested to buy your home, but the more eyes you can get on it, the more competition you're going to create and the more that someone's going to have to fight to be that one person that is going to own your home. Second thing I'm going to talk about to do with our marketing is how social media has now become a fairly important marketing tool, uh, in particular Facebook, and to a slightly lesser degree here in New Zealand, but uh, a huge growth area overseas is Instagram. Being able to get your property in front of people that they can see on their device, that they can interact with the uh, agent without having to call them up necessarily on the phone. They're able to click a button to send a message to find out more about that property, and they can get all the information they need without having to make that committal step of talking to someone on the phone. And they can do all of that research before that they are getting to the open home. Now, Tall Poppy uh, Real Estate in New Plymouth, we utilize social media really, really well. Um, we use very, very high quality images uh, mixed with very clever graphic design uh, and very clever wording of uh, Facebook posts as well to create a real interest and a buzz around a property. And uh, we use a function that is called sponsoring or boosting a post so that we are then able to pick the exact type of person and uh, we can go right down to uh, their interest levels. We can uh, send it to people of a particular age group. We can send it to people that have younger families, uh, people that are just couples or retirees, whatever we think is the most appropriate person to see your property. We can make it so that when they log on to Facebook, in their newsfeed is going to be a picture of your home with a description and an opportunity for them to interact with an agent to be able to find out more. Really, really powerful modern day marketing tool, very instantaneous and a very good way of getting extra eyes on your property. Now, as an example, again, uh, as part of our base package at Tall Pop in New Plymouth, we are wanting everyone to put a spend of around about $50 into Facebook marketing. It's not a huge spend, but it's an important one. And uh, often within 24 hours of having one of those boosted posts out, uh, you can have upwards of 1,500 people with eyes onto your particular property and uh, have upwards of 30 uh, inter, uh, sorry, engagements or interactions on that property, which is people either sending a message, clicking the like button, commenting, mentioning it to one of their friends. These are all things that are going to create this real buzz around your property. Uh, we're going to move on to the last thing that we're going to talk about today because I'm conscious of not making these go too long. Uh, so we'll take a little break. And when we come back, we're going to have a talk to uh, Amber from Four Corners.
Right, guys, if you've stuck with me this long, uh, you have got a bit of a level of interest in what marketing is all about. And basically, all of the things we've discussed, the newspaper, uh, the property press, putting your property on the websites, putting it into social media, all of this needs to be held together with very high-quality uh, imagery, and that is photographs of your house, uh, photographs that have been taken by a professional, because at the end of the day, if your home doesn't even look mildly appealing, uh, people are not even going to click on it to have a bit of a look. Photos are super, super important, and again, even if you're selling your home by yourself, again, don't recommend it. Um, you need to be investing in photography as an absolute minimum uh, because you need your house to look as good as possible. So what we've got today, rather than me uh, babbling on about something I don't really know too much about, we have Amber with us from Four Corners Photography. Um, she is a professional real estate photographer and she's going to tell us a little bit about what she does for her job. So thanks for coming along today, Amber. That's all right, Ryan. Good to be here. So yeah, first up, can you just uh, tell us a little bit about what you do um, when you're taking photographs for a house? Okay, just to, to go back a bit, I guess what I would like um, when I turn up at a property is that the owner of the property has looked at their house almost as though they're tidying up a crime scene, I guess you could say. They're going through removing as much clutter, um, evidence, I guess you could call it, of uh, the life that goes on there. Uh, trying to imagine your house, how it would look if you didn't have your kids with all their toys everywhere, if you didn't have your washing baskets overflowing, you didn't have a whole lot of appliances on the kitchen sink. That sort of thing all needs to go. Think of your home like a minimalist, uh, immaculate house so that people that look at these pictures can imagine their own things within the space. There you go. Some fantastic uh, advice there for you. So it does. I think that's a really good point is that it pays to think about how other people would uh, see your house. So think about how you'd make it look if you had visitors coming around and then amp that up by about 10 times, maybe even 100 times, because uh, you're going to have a whole bunch of people that you don't know uh, coming to your home that are also going to uh, purchase that place. So yeah, what what would come up next in the uh, in the in the scheme of shooting a shooting a home or photographing a home? Well, the key thing is that we want to show what the space, the space at its best. So if you have something like a, a couch that maybe you've put there because it's got a better view of the TV, but it blocks the entrance partially between, say, the dining room and the lounge, that sort of thing needs to either go altogether or get turned around so that you get a really clear look at how one space flows into the next. So removing any of that extra furniture that you've got that makes life more convenient, but maybe doesn't show off your house to its best. Um, it will involve packing up a fair bit of stuff um, and hiding it away somewhere, but you could look at it like less stuff to pack when you sell your home. So definitely um, having everything looking as clear and as crisp and as open as possible. And another way that we do this is by making sure all of the uh, curtains are open and straight, get rid of nets, they look terrible in, in photos, um, and as often as possible, have all your doors open, flowing out onto the deck, that sort of thing, um, so that it looks really airy, sunny, um, and bright, and we can get a good crisp view of what you see when you look out that window. So when you have a think about the process that you go through when you're 
taking photos in a home. Uh, what what is it that you are you're doing as you're as you're moving your way through the house? Um, just trying to capture every room um, from its its best angles to to show accurately what that space looks like. Obviously, there's a little bit of um, distortion that happens with a a wide angle, which is why sometimes you get into a home and you go, hey, this looked a lot bigger in real in the photos than it does in real life. But we're just trying to capture um, the entirety of each space um, at its best angle. And um, so you just talked before about having different lenses and that type of thing. So, so when you're talking about different lenses, is that purely just to look at capturing as much in a photo as possible or is there another reason that you use those? Uh, no, it's just to capture the space, the widest space possible. So if we have a look at, um, you talked a bit about what people can do to the inside of their homes. What's some of the things that uh, can people can do to the outside of their homes that would uh, improve the pho- uh, photographs? Okay, again, I would come back to um, how would you like your house to look all of the time? We all know we get busy, our gardens get full of weeds, um, you know, branches start overhanging places where we wish they didn't. Um, take the time to put on your to-do list to get rid of some of that. Get rid of your weeds. Um, make your house look the best it's ever looked. Um, mow the lawns, but we we can do a grass replace and make your grass look amazing no matter what. Um, but definitely just make it look really tidy. Um, and that's a really good point there as well that Amber makes because not only is that super important for the photos, uh, but if you're doing those jobs anyway so that your home looks fantastic once it gets up online, um, once it gets into the property um, different property publications, it's also going to look absolutely fantastic when your home is launched uh, on that very first Sunday open home. So you're doing all of that work, which uh, is quite a bit of which is quite a bit of work to get your home prepared. Uh, it's going to pay off not only for the photos, but is also uh, going to pay off for the first lot of people that are coming through your home. Um, so yeah, look, Amber, you've given us some really good information today, and obviously it's a it's a job that's uh, very, very varied and very, very complicated as well. Um, and she's given us a good rundown of some of the things uh, that it involves. So look, to finish off here today, have you got any uh, extra tips that you can give to anyone when it comes to uh, photography of their home? Uh, Yep, just to run through a really quick checklist of things that you could do before the photographer arrives. Uh, Go around hiding cords, tucking them away, Um, your big council recycle bins, that sort of thing, if they can be tucked away behind the home or in a shed, that would be brilliant. Um, Basically just think light, bright and decluttered. Light, bright and decluttered. And that's probably a really good way of uh, finishing off our uh, podcast today, which has been all of all about marketing. Um, and some of those key things to take out of, if you're taking anything away from uh, this today, and if you have listened to the whole thing, I really, really do appreciate it. You can't sell a secret. Don't build your billboard in a forest and light, bright and decluttered. Once again, thanks for stopping by. Thank you, Amber, for coming in as well. And uh, I look forward to chatting to you all again next Tuesday.